You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year to those of you that are joining us online. We're so glad that you're with us today. And uh, just Happy New Year to all of you that are here with us from the Greenville campus. Can we give it up for the people from Greenville again? So glad you guys are here today. Um, Happy New Year. Um, If if you've joined us today, that means that you survived the holidays. And if you survived the holidays, that means that you survived 2021. And that means that you survived one of the strangest years in the history of the world. Uh, Probably only surpassed by 2020, which I think, you know, goes down as the strange, strangest year on record. So you're here, you're a survivor, and uh, today we find ourselves on the second day of 2022, living in will what will certainly be another year of many uncertainties, on the very precipice of what will likely be another strange year. And there's some things that I know for certain, uh, some rev- resolutions have been made, Uh, We've made some uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, Many of them will be smoldering in a burn pile in 34 days. Average length of a New Year's resolution, 36 days. That's all we're good for, a little over a month. Uh, I know this for certain. I mean, I could tell you this for sure. Two weeks from today, our Marathon Greenville location is going to launch, and God's going to do amazing things here and over there, and with our online community, and all over the upstate, and all over the world, and uh, God is going to get all the glory, and God's going to move, and lives are going to be changed, and uh, many will decide, like many of you, to follow Jesus, and this is what we want for you. We want to give you some tools that will allow you to face whatever comes your way in 2022. So we're starting this brand new series today called Better decisions, fewer regrets. What we want to do is give you the right questions so that you can make the right decisions that will allow you to reach your full potential in Jesus Christ. Now, I know this about my life. If I ask the wrong questions, I get the wrong answers. And if I get the wrong answer, then I make the wrong decision. And and this... Henry Ford said, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. If you ask the wrong question, you get the wrong answer, you make the wrong decision. But if you ask the right questions, then you get the right answer. And if you get the right answer, you can make the right or best decision. Now, this is the big idea of this series. Good questions lead to good decisions. So in this series, we want to give you the right questions that will lead you to the right answers and will ultimately provide you with the right decision. We we have to understand that the decisions that we make are only as good as the questions that we ask. So we want to give you five questions, five questions to ask every time that you face a decision. And these five questions apply if, if you're a student, college student, single, married, married with kids, uh, single parent, 
navigating senior adulthood, it doesn't matter where you are in life or where you are in your spiritual or faith journey, these questions will help you make better decisions. These questions will provide you with wisdom for every financial, relational, academic, or personal decision, and even professional decision that you may make in 2022. And here's the formula that goes with the questions. You ask the question, and then you have to answer honestly. You have to be honest with yourself, and then you act accordingly. You ask, answer the question honestly, and then you can make a good decision. These questions will help you do that. Now, we all want to make better decisions that will lead to fewer regrets. These five questions will help you do just that. Now, I know this for sure. Your decisions will determine the direction of your life. My decisions will ultimately determine where I end up. Your decisions will take you where you want to be. And we know this. Most of the time, oftentimes, our decisions do not just affect our lives. The, the decisions that we make in life, they affect the people that we love, the people that we live with, and the people that we work with. And so this next truth, you are not the only person impacted by your decisions. All the more reason to make good decisions. Our, deci our decisions impact the lives of others. And our regrets impact those people as well. In fact, we may not even know who will be impacted by the decision that we make. Have you ever thought about this? Have you ever thought about what would have happened in our country and to our country if George Washington had allowed Congress to make him a king? Washington said, no, we don't need a king. I don't want to be the king. No kings here. But what if he would have let Congress make him a king? That decision that George Washington made impacts our lives every day. Music was forever changed on February 3rd, 1959 because Buddy Holly decided that he wanted to do laundry. Uh, wanting to get a head start on the next tour stop, do some laundry and get some rest, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper decided to board a plane and that tragically turned out to be the day the music died. And what if the great singer Mahalia Jackson, what if she had not decided to yell, tell them about the dream, Martin, tell them about the dream, during Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. When Mahalia Jackson shouted, tell them about the dream, Martin, Dr. King decided to leave the notes of his prepared speech, and for five minutes he said, I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. And I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. The aftermath of that decision plays out every day and impacts each one of us. Now, I know... You're not George Washington, I'm certainly not Dr. King, but on some level, our decisions 
are making a significant impact. The people around us will be impacted by the decisions that we make. In fact, generations of people to come may be impacted by our decisions. Now, if you've brought children into this world, you know that your personal decisions have generational implications. And if you're not convinced, just turn around and look at your family. Look at your family's past. Think about the things, like how things would be different if your parents or grandparents had made different decisions. I mean, I think about my life. Uh, My dad was the pastor of a church in suburban Chicago when he got a call from a friend who pastored a church in suburban San Diego. And it was just before Thanksgiving in 1978. And the gentleman asked my dad to come and preach for him on Thanksgiving weekend and to think about becoming the new pastor because he was going to leave. Just so you know, uh, you don't go try out for a church on Thanksgiving weekend. That's not really what you do. That's not really how it works. But my dad went, went to San Diego Thanksgiving weekend and he preached. And my dad believed that God was calling him to this church in San Diego. I mean, San Diego or Chicago in December. I'm not sure how much the Lord played into that decision, but the elements probably did. But my parents made a decision. My dad took the church in San Diego, and one of the first people that I met upon arriving to California was this young lady. A couple of things to make note of, okay, about the photo. You've got a Farrah flip here and a Farrah flip here. That gives you a Farrah. And if you don't know what a Farrah is... Come and see me afterwards, I'll tell you what it is. So I I meet this lady, and what begins playing in the soundtrack of my life is Something About You by Boston. Three months later, we started dating, and now we've been dating for 43 years. We've been married for 37 of those years. We have two sons. that love Jesus and love the church. Two amazing daughters-in-law, two grandsons that, I mean, we just love to death. My parents made a decision that changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah, God God played a part in it. God, God was probably all over it. But my parents had a free will and they made a decision. Somebody has made a decision that has profoundly impacted your life. Your mom or your dad or your grandparents, they made decisions that completely impacted the trajectory of your life. You are making decisions that are impacting the trajectory of your child's life. And if you made the decision to bring your child to church on the second day of 2022, you are doing it right. Come on, because parenting counts. Parenting matters. I love what Andy Stanley says. He says, the most significant thing you may, I think that's wrong. The most significant thing that you do may not be something that you do. It may be someone that you raise. Our decisions will have a profound impact on our lives. Our decisions will impact the lives of others as well. And and ultimately, this is what we know. Private decisions have public outcomes. 
Our private decisions don't stay private. Your personal decisions will impact someone else. So listen, this is the thing. We want to get this right. We, We want you to get this right. And we all can get this right. We can get this right if we can act in the five questions of this series. Now, whenever we talk about the decisions that we make in life, and when we you know, talk about topics that kind of feel a little bit personal, there's, there's going to be a little bit of tension. And the reason that there's tension is because this is a really big deal. Because not only do your decisions determine the direction of your life, they also determine the quality of your life. Your decisions determine the direction and quality of your life. Our lives, our experiences follow our decisions. Y'all have a terrible sense of direction. All right. I've lived in South Carolina for seven and a half years. I've been lost the entire time. (laughs) If it wasn't for my smartphone, I couldn't find anything. I, I need directions. And see, I I come from California. In California, the ocean is always west and the mountains are always east. It's easy. You always know which direction you're going. We we all need direction. I need some directions. But listen, our our decisions determine our direction. Just to take it to another level, think about this. Your reactions to the decisions that other people have made is a decision. Your response, your reactions are decisions. Our responses, our reactions, our decisions determine our future. And I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, a thoughtful response is always better than a reaction. Because if I just react, if, if, if I don't think things through, if I just react and, and not thoughtfully respond, it's not going to go good. Our, our lives, our experiences, they follow our decisions. So deciding to respond and not react, it's probably the best decision that you'll make today. It, see, because when we simply react, we relinquish control of our story. But deciding, making good decisions, deciding to respond, that allows us to write our own story. We can never underestimate the power of a measured response. We must never forget that our responses are decisions. Making good decisions is how we write our best story. And as we're about to discover, if we will pause to ask any of these five questions that we'll discuss in this series, we can create the space that we need in our lives to respond rather than react. All right, so here's the deal. We are where we are primarily because of the decisions that we've made. Our lives are headed in the direction that they are because of the decisions that we have made. And our future will be determined by those decisions as well. But here's the great news. If you don't like your current story, if you don't like this chapter in your story, if you don't like the direction and trajectory of your life, you have an opportunity to make decisions that will change that direction. You can decide a better story. You can decide a a different situation. You can decide a different future. 
So I, I certainly can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life. And every time that I make a poor decision and things go in a bad direction or my life goes the wrong direction, I always say something like, I should have asked more questions or I needed more information or before I made that decision, I should have done some more homework. Because listen, good questions always lead to better decisions and better decisions always lead to fewer regrets. But again, there are reasons that we don't do our homework or ask enough questions or ask the right questions. Pausing to ponder a difficult or disruptive question or questions is not easy. Stopping to ask the right questions is not always intuitive. And, and most of us, including me, we're not really interested in doing the hard work of asking the difficult questions. And, and we really don't want anybody else to ask us a difficult question. When somebody causes us to pause because they've asked us that tough question, that uninvited question, we feel like we're being questioned. And none of us want to feel like we're being questioned. We feel like we're being questioned rather than being asked a question. And there's a big difference. And, and when we confuse being asked a question with being questioned, our defenses go up. And when our defenses go up, our objectivity goes down and our insight is impaired and our openness to new information shuts down because our judgment is being questioned. And this is especially true when the decision involves a personal issue. We get defensive because it's a personal decision. We get defensive because it ain't nobody's business. But again, most of our decisions, even our personal decisions, eventually impact the lives of other people. Most of the time, what is nobody else's business intersects with somebody else's business. And most of the time, it's somebody's business who's very close to us. So folks, there's no getting around the fact that we need better questions, maybe more questions, to help us make better decisions that will lead to fewer regrets. Now, do you know what else is true? We're way more likely to take our own advice than the advice of someone else. Even if they are a trained and experienced professional, we tend to lean into our own understanding. Y'all, I am so thankful for Roy McCall. Roy is our compassion pastor. He does about 95% of our counseling. And y'all, he is so good and he helps so many people. And I'm just telling you, he's way more help than me. And do you know why he's a better counselor than me? It's because I've seen so many people take the counsel that they've been given and just flush it and do whatever they want anyway. And I ain't got time for that. Seriously, the reason that I'm not a good counselor is that I want to tell people what to do. I stopped counseling because I want to tell people what to do, and nobody ever did what I told them to do. See, a good counselor never tells anybody what to do. 
I don't have the patience of a good counselor. A good counselor gives you advice, gives, gives you good biblical advice, and then they require you to make the decision. A great counselor knows that they can lead you to the water, but knows good and well they can't make you drink. But once people arrive at that destination, they realize that they were led there by good and thought-provoking questions. That's what counselors do. They provide timely and thought-provoking questions. And listen, timely and thought-provoking questions lead to better decisions. So in this series, we're going to give you five of these questions. But let me put one question before you before we get to those five crucial questions. And this is a, a question that I wrestle with often. And, and let me just preface this by saying that one of my favorite words is frustrated. Most of the time, if you hear me say frustrated, what I really mean is angry. But frustrated sounds nicer. Frustrated sounds like I can place the blame elsewhere. Frustrated sounds more Christian than angry. But most of the time when I'm frustrated, it's way more than that. I'm really angry. I mean, very angry. Fr frustration is just the name that I've given to my anger. And, and this is what I'm learning, and I have, I have so much further to go. My, my anger is almost always directed towards someone. Not something, but someone. And what I'm learning is that when I'm angry with somebody, it has much more to do with me than it does with them. And this is the most important part. My frustration, my anger is there because I don't feel about them the way my Heavenly Father feels about them. So the question, before we get to the questions is, how does your Heavenly Father feel about them? You see, my anger is my decision. When I decide to be angry, it's because I'm not feeling what my Heavenly Father is feeling. When I get angry, I need to ask, how does my Heavenly Father feel about them? And listen, my anger, which is my decision, almost always leads to regret. And y'all, this question, this, this is just an example of how a well-timed, thought-provoking question can lead us to better decisions. Did you ever have one of those cool teachers in high school or professors in college that would give you the questions before the test? I had a professor like that in college. He wouldn't let us know until the week of, but he would give us the questions like Monday and the test was on Friday. What if when it comes to the idea of making good decisions, what if you had the questions in advance? What if you had a list of questions that you could ask yourself when you were faced with an important decision? What if you had five questions that you could ask when you're unsure or you're angry or you're frustrated? What if you had some questions that you could use to filter every decision? And these questions would factor in your options and your emotions and your potential responses and your potential reactions. The purpose of this series is to give you the questions in advance. 
Now, it's not an exhaustive set of questions, but five questions that will lead you to better decisions and fewer regrets. And, and these questions, okay, when added to your current filter, and if answered honestly and acted upon, would lead you away from reaction and to an appropriate response. Now, I say added to your filter because you already have a decision-making filter. When you're going to make a decision, you already ask things like, will I enjoy this? Will this hurt me? Will this hurt somebody else? Will anybody find out? What is my out if they do find out? See, if you added these five questions to your current filter and used them every day, it would change everything. So we're going to add five timely and thought-provoking questions to your filter. Each week we will unpack one. Next week we're going to begin with the integrity question. And I want you to be prepared for where we're going. So here's a little bit of homework for you. So school starts tomorrow or the next day, so let's just go ahead and get in homework mode today. All right? Because I want us to memorize this verse. By the way, some of you are freaked out right now because I haven't used scripture. It's okay. It, it, it's going to be okay, all right? All right, this verse is the key to making good decisions. Solomon writes this. He said, the prudent see danger and take refuge. Now, prudent isn't a word that we use often. Uh, prudent means to be crafty or shrewd or sensible. I mean, think about that. Are, are you crafty and shrewd and sensible? Do you, you know what the prudent do? The prudent connect the dots. They, they live as if today's decision determines tomorrow's outcome. They live as if today's decisions determine tomorrow's relationships. The, the prudent see danger. When, when they see danger up ahead, they take refuge. They take cover. Listen, y'all, life is hard. 2022 will not be any different. Life is hard. Sometimes even when you take cover, the crap of life just lands all over you. I, th I think about those people in Kentucky, those people in Boulder, Colorado. I mean, even when you take cover, stuff still happens. The prudent see danger and take cover. They take cover when something has the potential to steal their preferred future, to steal their hopes and dreams, to steal their potential. The, the prudent don't make decisions based simply on what's right in front of them. They base their decisions on where they want to be relationally and financially and academically and professionally and physically and spiritually. The prudent see danger and take refuge. And here's the contrast. But the simple keep going and pay the penalty. The simple-minded, the naive, the easily duped will not connect the dots. The simple live life disconnected. They probably know better when they stop and think about it, but often they don't stop and think about it. Most of us know better when we stop and think about it. The simple, they, they don't see the danger and take cover. 
They don't take refuge. Solomon says they just, they just keep going and then they pay the price. They keep going and they suffer for it. Y'all, our homework is to memorize this verse. It's in the app. If you're not using the app, you might want to take a screenshot of it. It's our homework together. And, and this verse is so important to this series because the five questions that we will discuss are designed to slow us down and create the perspective that we need to make good decisions. They're designed to help us connect the dots and put our passions, desires, and fears in their proper perspective. The questions are designed to remind us that life is connected. They're designed to help us make better decisions so that we have fewer regrets. And if you're, if you're watching online, I want you to read this with us. If you're in the room, read this with us. You might be listening to this later, driving along in your car. Say this out loud with me. The prudent see danger and take refuge. But the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Come on, one more time. The prudent see danger and take refuge. But the simple keep going and pay the penalty. One more time with feeling. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Listen, I don't know where you are in your faith journey. You may be exploring faith. You may be new to faith. You may have been following Jesus for some time. No matter where you are, in your life, in your spiritual journey, these questions will lead you to better decisions. And not only will you be better off, everybody around you will be better off. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and they pay the penalty. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for the wisdom that we find in your word. Thankful for the moving of your Holy Spirit in this place today. And God, we pray that these words would sink deep into our hearts. Knowing, Father, that you have your very best in mind for each one of us. And Father, we look to follow you this year. We look to follow Jesus this year. And we ask for the, the filling and empowering of your spirit as we do. Father, we ask for your help to make better decisions so we'll have fewer regrets and we pray this in Jesus name Amen If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus be sure to let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org If you haven't already be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you stream your podcasts To experience more messages videos and live gatherings visit us online at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.